Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. My name is Sergio, I'll be your host, my co-host and partner here. What's up, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools? Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio, and howdy, hi, everybody. Howdy, howdy, how. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's go around the table here. Oh, wait. Crickets. Our, crickets. Yeah, crickets. So uh, uh, Mia is Mia this week. He is not here. Okay. Uh, little thing about Tony. I, I laughed. He did a really good um, uh, seminar at the Rod and Reel Club for Huntington Harbor. And um, I asked him, I said, you, you, you coming inside? He goes, oh, 99% sure. You know, I texted him that I worry about the 1%. Bingo, MIA, Mia. Okay. Um, uh, Steve Carson is on location. He had some uh, fishing to do today, which is good. Same thing with Ben. So it's you and me and the man underneath the totem pole. Way underneath the totem pole. Does he get raised because of this? He's the one that showed up? Uh, well, he, he didn't even show up. He's on the phone. So oh. without further ado, Mr. Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, you know, uh, so let me ask you a question. Are the worms lively down there? <laughs> well, you're I able to I'm pick. Below the, you, the nice thing, you like the trout fish. You can pick I'm up the good worms. Good bait. Yeah, right there. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, everything's really good. But I can see already we have our first guest okay so let me go ahead and say good morning to jonathan oliver skinner the director of community services at the beautiful city of dream extreme lake elsinore good morning jonathan <laughs> good morning for joe and ron and and mac daddy daddy mac how are you guys doing this morning good 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 we're really good how are you morning brother i am doing great you know it's a uh, beautiful time uh, you know, getting into the fall season. I uh, went, as you guys know, I went to Texas. Got to see my uh, grandbaby. Um, got to see Dallas mm-hmm. on, on Saturday, on Sunday for the Falcons. So, yeah, it's, it's good fishing. It's, it's good. Everything's good, man. Excellent. You know, we were in your neck of the woods, that, 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 your, neck, your <coughs> neck of the woods last Saturday. Okay, we went there. We uh, met up with um, our friend Shay, okay, Castro. She was in from Las Vegas with her family. She had like, uh, I think it's like 17 people camping out there in Lake Elsinore. She goes, come out to the bobber. So we went out there with Rhonda, and uh, let's see, we had Tony and 
just a big group came together. It was excellent. Great music, by the way. Ron, you would have hated it. It was excellent R&B. Excellent R&B. I like rhythm and blues. Yeah, it was really, 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 really good. Really good. So that was kind of yeah, cool. That was, uh, that was, uh, was it First Pulse? Or... I think that's that was the name of the band, yes. Okay. Yeah, the funny thing, they really have a guy who, who, sing, who plays the saxophone, right? So when they were mm -hmm. um, in between breaks, I went out to the side there to talk to uh, William, and the guy starts belting out some of the most amazing, amazing tunes. And I'm going... Why are you behind the sax? <laughs> he was that good. <laughs> all right, that 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 good. So, uh, all really really good. Um, we love your city, bud. We just simply love your city. Absolutely. Well, the city loves you as well. You know, we've uh, uh, done a lot of stocking lately. Um, we did that big stocking with the with the uh, uh, with the bass um, uh, and the uh, the crappie and everything. Went out to the lake yesterday. Um, you know, we're still having an algae bloom out there, but you know what? Fish are still biting, too, which is really great. Uh, the campground is doing phenomenal, even during the, the you know what we call the, the fall winter time. People are, are, are booking up for their, their holiday season, so now we're starting to be a holiday destination over at Launch Point for people <laughs> to come out and spend their, uh, you know, their Halloween, their Thanksgiving, and their, and their Christmas. And so that's really great. Um, you know, things are blowing up. We we had the, the Mariachi Festival, the Taco Festival. And as you guys know, we have our biggest event coming up. Um, it's our what I call our signature event. It's called the Winterfest. It's coming up December 4th. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we've been very blessed to have a, a Missy Valise, who's our uh, recreation coordinator, who puts everything together. Um, we have some new staff people, Ben Foster, um, and then Giovanni uh, Huerta, who is our management um, analyst, and we call him our, 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 our manager of fun, because he's bringing us some really great things. And uh, for the Winterfest, we actually have um, Leticia Warren from Channel 7, and uh, Reggie Smith, who is a, a baseball Hall <laughs> of Famer, who is a grand marshal at, at Winterfest. And, and, you know, talking to uh, Misty and, and, and Giovanni and the team, he said, you know, we're having these really big celebrities come. One of the things that, that we've been missing for I, since I've been there is having uh, some, some local celebrities come. And, you know, it turns out to be really honored. We'd be really honored if, if we could get, you know, Angler Chronicles on one of our uh, pontoons as part of our parade that we have that starts off the whole event. So, you know, I was wondering if you guys aren't too busy on December 4th, um, you guys come and, and grace us with your presence as, uh, as part of the, uh, the, the parade that we have there. Let me tell you, I think I can speak for Ron here, and Tony and uh, Ben and Andrew included. Uh, it would be an honor for us to participate. Ron, I'm in. You in? I am. I'm in, and absolutely. Are you, pra are you practicing? Your I, wave? Yeah, I got my wave going right now. Yeah, we're we're, we're already <laughs> practicing our wave, okay? Because I do a thumbs up. Um, Andrew, since you're six feet under, grab some worms. Wow. Okay, we'll throw worms. I, okay. I'm very honored. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's an honor for us. We love the city, so absolutely. That'd be so cool. We're going to be in a parade. Yeah, and that's a 
Do I have to wear a suit or anything? No, you got to wear the. No, no, no. You got to wear the Anger Chronicles uniform. It's because okay. it's good because I don't have a suit anymore. No, the Anger Chronicles uniform, and I will explain what the uniform is. It'll be a lot of fun. Listen, uh, Jonathan, it's a great honor for us. We would love to do this. Yes, we do. And uh, we'll definitely be there. And um, oh my God, how fun this is going to be. Okay. Well, you know what? Actually, Tony might be able to make it because it's in his city, so he shouldn't have to go too far. Yeah, but knowing Tony, he'll probably drive down here. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, so, so let, let, me, let me tell you something what I think is really funny. So I talked to him yesterday, right? And I, I mentioned the 1%. I mean, I said, you know, I, I, he goes, 99% I'll be there, no problem. I go, I worry about your 1%. And I, you know, this is, this is why I worry. So, Agar... Time to hit your son in the back of the head, okay? Tell him to wake up. You know where he was posting from at 1 o'clock in the morning? Mountain Lakes. Well, Are you there, Andrew? Yeah. Andrew. I, I, I will be there. I'm sure I'll see him out there. Oh, my God. Well, push him in the water for me. Come by when he's on the shore and just... Give him a little nudge. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Jonathan, we are super honored. I, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. It's still airing this week. I got one more shot at it tomorrow morning uh, at 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, we really enjoyed filming this one. And I know it was a huge challenge because of COVID, cutting it to one day versus two. Um, but I thought it was amazing. So Very good. We're looking forward to 2022. You know, I've, I've, I've watched it five times already it's it's uh it's, it's pretty amazing the way that that you were able to highlight um the community in, of, of anglers who come to, to lake elsewhere to enjoy, enjoy fishing but enjoys every you know each other's company um i want to say we had what 40 yeah about 40, 40 45 40? boats yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i mean you know when i was on the float too and i told the story last time about <clears throat> You know, the camaraderie and how Tony helped me out when my float tube was, had a hole in it, and he, he was able to get me on the water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, the lake looked beautiful. Ben Jackson, that's why they call him the sheriff. He was amazing. Um, Mayor Bob McGee, um, he's, <laughs> if you ever need somebody to come and and um, give you history on, on Lake Elsinore off the top of his, of his head, Bob McGee. Is, is one of those guys, but he's also uh, an angler too. So I mean, right. I I call him catfish because he's always got a, a catfish on the line. So it's it's, it's really really great. Um, I, I don't know. I was really really excited. Team Sippy Cup. You know, we got to put some uh, other parameters on it because uh, between Team Sippy Cup and uh, Team Lonerfish, uh, um, um, Mr. Uh, Bugman. Uh, you know what the difference is? Be- Let me tell you the difference between those two teams and everybody else. Mm-hmm. They know there's a tournament coming, and for weeks they'll come out and they will fish certain areas where they see that the, the, they do what's called pre-fishing, and then they map out where they want to go. You know, game day. All right. So basically, they're doing their homework. So at the what, what ends up happening is you get a varsity team playing against the you know, or you get a pro team versus an amateur team, and that, that's what happens. And, and and it's not that they're any better, okay? It's just that they know where to go. They that they're fine tuning their skills, like everything else. Practice makes perfect. Same thing with fishing. The more you fish, the better you become at it if you're paying attention. 
okay? If you're paying attention and you're willing to learn, I mean, you guys have heard me, Ben and Ron, say many a times, you know, we're, we're not legends, we're not myths, we're just fishermen. Now, we pay attention, we're constantly learning, okay? And, and the true fisherman wants to keep learning, okay? So, anyway, hold on to that thought, uh, Jonathan. We're going to be right back. Um, got to take this first break. I can't believe it. Already, first break. So, we'll be right back on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA. Angler Chronicles is in the house. Hi, this is Troy Terry, and you're listening to Ducks Radio, AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Welcome back, everybody, on Ducks Radio, AMA 30K, LAA, and this is Anchor Chronicles. And as we went to break, we were talking to Jonathan Oliver Skinner from the beautiful city of Dream Extreme Lake Elsinore. And we've got Andrew Mack on the line. We've got Ron and myself. So I'll give you the floor back there, Jonathan. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just great things happen over there in Lake Elsinore. And, and the thing is... You know, shows like like Angus Chronicles and, and the, the Dream Extreme um, uh, episode that you guys just released and just shows what we do and, and what what we're proud of. Um, we're putting a lot of emphasis in our downtown. Um, I think I talked before about our 2040 plan, and basically what it is is what do we want to do when we grow up? And let's look at our assets. And you know, three of our assets that we have is number one, the lake. You know, three thousand. Service acre feet. 
Um, we have a historic downtown. Um, you know, it's what I call Mayberry RFD. It could look like any town USA. And then action, action sports and action activities. And, you know, with this crew we have, I mentioned before, Missy and Ben and, um, and Giovanni, we have some great things coming up. Actually, I don't want to spoil it because we're still working on it right now, but we're, we're working with some uh, pretty big um, just uh, alternative sports um, groups to come in from Lake Elsinore and do some incredible things, uh, some concerts that we're looking at. We had a really big success with, with the Badiachi Fest, and we're so happy to have you guys there with us. And, you know, we have some other things that are coming up that we'd be more than happy to have Ingrid Chronicle. We're there. Um, we're there. <laughs> you know, we're um, in this Winterfest, and I can't, I can't mention it enough. 10,000 of our closest friends, as we say. Um, it's kind of a regional event. We have people, not only our residents, but we have people coming from uh, out, you know, Riverside County. And we actually have some people that um, when they do their holidays, they, they invite their, their family from back east. Mm-hmm. Start their holidays with us out there. So well, then let's really do this, great. Jonathan. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and make out a, a formal invitation right now to everybody on December 4th. It's a Saturday. I believe you said 3 to 7 p.m., correct? Yes, sir. Okay, there's a parade. So why don't you go ahead and, and create the invitation right now verbally for all our listeners. Everybody's welcome. So come out to the city of Lake Elsinore. Just give them some logistics. Where would they go? Uh, where is the event happening? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Gotcha. Okay, everything's happening on Main Street. Um, our Main Street, uh, we start kind of like at City Hall, actually, over at City Park. Um, it's one of the oldest parts in, in Lake Elsinore. So we're on, on the 15th freeway. Uh, you take the Main Street off-ramp. Um, you would go west towards the lake. And we'll have some, some road closures there because, you know, as I said before, uh, our downtown is, is really quaint, so there's going to be some, uh, some detours that are there. Uh, we start um, setting up for the event actually about 8, 9 o'clock in the morning because we closed down our Main Street for the first uh, uh, the, the second quarter mile of Main Street. Um, the parade starts at 3 p.m. Um, it's great because we have over 50 to 60 participants. And there's anything from our our, our, our ballet folklore code to classes to you know, celebrities like, like Angela Chronicles and Leticia Warners from, from Channel 7. Our council is out there. Um, you know, you mentioned our, our team. They're, they're so amazing. They support pretty much, they support everything that we do. I don't want to say pretty much. They support everything that we do. Uh, so the parade starts at 3 o'clock. Um, between that time, we're setting up for our entire downtown. We have over 60 vendor booths that are out there. And, and it's an opportunity for the community to come up and raise funds for the, their nonprofits, but also for small businesses to go out and, and raise some money for their businesses. Bottom um, line, listen, b- bottom line, everybody come out on December 4th. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to have a, it's party city. I, I've actually seen a couple of these events. Okay, we've attended, but I remember filming one myself. Um, they're a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, it's just, it's epic. So c- this time, 
Angler Chronicles gets to be in it. We're going to be on a, on a pontoon. Okay, so yep, uh, so let me ask you this. We're doing our tree lighting, too. We're, our, our tree lighting That's it, yes. Be, uh, right, right before the, the end of the event, probably around 6 uh, Perfect. p.m. We have some beautiful things going on there, too. Okay, everybody knows that I'm a, primarily a catch-and-release type angler. Since I'm going to be on the pontoon, can I release, like, Andrew Mack over? <laughs> so I'll give him a, I'll give him a kiss on the forehead. I'll give him a kiss on the forehead like I do with all calico bass, and then just over the board. What do you think, Andrew? I mean, at least you know, give me a life jacket. I'm good at that. No, maybe I'll give you a donut so you can land on the donut. I'm still waiting. For donuts, I know, you know. Yeah, you you could you could have the donuts delivered. I know. Really, if you can't come in, you could have the donuts. He's de- hey, Jonathan, oh, I want to thank you very, very much. You, you guys rock. You're, what a city that lives up to whatever they say. It's uh, pretty amazing. Well, we, we appreciate that, Ron, and the friendship that, that, that we have with the city and with me. I mean, I love you guys. Um, I, I love fishing with you guys. We need to get back to D.C. We did some stuff at the beginning of the year. It's been crazy, but I love listening to all the, the great advice that you guys give for the basic angler like me. It's just uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, wear your stuff. I, I wear your stuff every place I go because people are in Texas. Um, like, what's this angler chronicle thing? I was like, oh, let me tell you about the show and everything. And mm-hmm. so hopefully we got some listeners from, uh, from Texas and some people over in uh, Mexico. We're going on our, our uh, you know, and I are going on a trip next week. So excellent. Well, here, here's the wonderful thing about our show: if you have the app, or actually, if you have just any type of laptop or computer, just go online, and this is heard internationally. I, I, I used to tell people because it, it used to blow my mind. I mean, I'm from Argentina. I've got a lot of family members in Argentina. There's about a five, between four and five hour difference depending on uh, on the time change. And so it's more there. So, for example, five o'clock in the morning is 10 o'clock in the morning with them. So on a Saturday morning, what my family does is they go on their computers, they turn on the show, and they hear my voice. They don't understand a word we're saying, but they go, at least we get to hear your voice. And it... it that's Argentina. That's on the bottom part of the hemisphere. Okay, so as further, far down as you can go, uh, and we're as far up as, almost as far up as you can go. So um, it can be heard definitely throughout the United States. We have listeners from, we've had calls from Connecticut, New York, Florida, New Jersey. Obviously, Dave Marciano from Wicked Tuna. He listens to our show. So tell your Texas family. Just get on. They, it's actually one hour later for them, right? Uh, two. Two. So it makes it a lot easier for them not having to get up that early. So uh, absolutely let them know. Well, you can you can go to your computer and go into am830.net. You can. There's so many places to do it. You know, Google. And then you you set it up so Google they can app. actually hey, listen hey. to any show yes. on on our website, right? Right. And you can go to our website, and in the center page there, you'll see a little green strip, and that's the current show. And then down below it is our archive. They keep them for three weeks, so um, it, it's pretty incredible. And there's no way that you cannot listen to our show all over the world. So. Yeah, so it's really cool. So I appreciate everybody from Texas listening in, okay? Besides, oh, you know, Texas, everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, 
Now, you came yes, out sir. of Texas, right? Wichita Falls, yes, sir. You know what they say about coming out of Texas? Hey, I'm hey, not even hey, going to go hey, there. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, you know, I, I and uh, Jonathan, you, I appreciate you wearing our gear out there. I do have my uh, LP mug, which is Launch Point mug, and I take that with me. I ask Sergio and them I, everywhere I go. And everybody going to know what LP is. And I tell them, you know, launch point. Yeah, but Elsinore. So we, it goes both ways, my friend. And we absolutely love what you do. And I couldn't think of a better city to just wrap your arms around and love because they, they, they're trying to improve everything. Just absolutely everything. And they've done it. So. Oh, and there's more to go, I'm yeah. sure. Okay, so. All right, so one more time. Everybody listening, December 4th between 3 and 7 p.m., we are going to be in the beautiful city of Dream Extreme, what I like to call this, Lake Elsinore. Ron is right here right now. I can watch him, and he's practicing his wave. Um, <laughs> Andrew, you need to bring a shovel to see if you can come up from the bottom. Of, uh, you know, work your way up to the You top. know, we'll let him stick his head above the ground well, just for a while. the only reason that we're going to allow him on the floor is bringing his wife, Erica. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay that's, that's good. That's the only reason. And if we throw him and then, out. And then if, yeah, if you tell Tony to be there at 11, he'll be there at 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Absolutely. who knows? Tony, who knows? Oh, goodness great. gracious. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'd we'll, we'll love to do it. And is there anything else going on, uh, say, this week in Lake Elsinore? Any, any special events? Uh, no, just really gearing up for um, uh, Winterfest. We're doing a lot of things within the city. Um, if they want to find out information, they can go to our website, www.lake. Excellent, excellent. Now, I did ask Jonathan if we could throw things out of the the, the, the pontoon as we go down the parade. He said we can't. Cause you know what I was thinking of doing? No. I was thinking of throwing out ten ounce torpedo sinkers. That'd, oh. be, that'd be kind of fun. Right? <laughs> you know? uh, uh, or we could get some uh, like uh, salas or something like that, or the new. Uh, uh, throw out hooks. Jigs with no hooks on them. Yeah. <laughs> throw out replacement treble hooks from owner. <laughs> Here, catch this. <laughs> but uh, no, listen. It, it, I am so looking forward to yeah, this. Me too. What an honor. Okay, so um, I can guarantee you right now, Rhonda and myself will be there. Ron will be there. Possibly his wife, Bobby. Yep. We're gonna have uh, Andrew. You're in, right, with Erica? Yep. Okay, yeah, because I need to throw you overboard. So we'll keep Erica, and then we'll have. <laughs> Mia, hopefully will be here for that day, and I know if not, I know Melina will be there. So this is good. So it'll be a big, huge family thing. I love it, and um, God, what an honor! Absolutely, okay. wow. what an honor. So uh, let us know what we can do um, besides wave. Oh my God, we got the wave. I could tell jokes. No, 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 no. no. We'll, we'll have none of that. Oh, man, come on. No, no, no. We want to have. People smile, not cry. Okay. I've heard his jokes. Yeah, one in about a thousand is like cracks a smile, not quite a chuckle, but it, it's it's well half the jokes are told to you by your grandson. How old is your grandson? Nine. Nine. Okay, so that's that's stuff we're talking about, and a lot of dinosaur jokes lately. So yeah, um, yeah, we so no jokes from. From Ron. All right, Jonathan, anything else that I can um, facilitate? No, thank you so much, everybody. If you can watch the uh, 
the uh, Dream Extreme um, Fishing Derby uh, uh, video. It's really great. Again, thank you to uh, the sheriff and, and Angler Chronicles for all the support. Oh, we love yeah, you. We love you to pieces. So everybody, yeah, one we got one more showing uh, tomorrow morning. But I want to let everybody know if you go to Facebook right now. We've already posted or released it, so you can watch it right there on the video section at, at Angler Chronicles on Facebook. All right, we got to go. Jonathan, thank you so much. Folks, this is Ducks Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Ducks Radio AM 830, KLAA. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ducks Radio, AMA 30. KLAA. Back to Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLAA with Ron's. This is your uh, ringtone on my phone, dude. I know it. Okay, so anyway, um, welcome back to Angler Chronicles. And um, just want to remind everybody, December 4th, between 3 and 7 p.m., you come down to Lake Elsinore, and uh, you got to see what's going on. And I, I don't know at one point <laughs> we're going to be throwing um, Andrew off the boat. I'll give you a kiss on the forehead before I release you. Okay. And you're lucky. I mean, I'll bring a gaff. 
Okay, to get you back on there the you boat. Go. Get you back on the boat. <laughs> but anyway, look, everything's really cool. I really look forward to this. What an honor. And I want to love, you know, Ron's already practicing his way. You got to see him in here. Just doing this little Miss Universe wave. I love it. All right. Listen, Andrew, we got to got to get some catch-up time here real quick. Um, but before that, let me give Ron, you want to do some shout-outs? Yeah, uh, I want to say uh, good morning, uh, John, Steve, Mike, Bill, Mike Blue, and Tempe. Guys, thank you very much. And well, then, Don. of course, and John. Don. Uh, and Don Southern. I, I was going to leave that for you. but um, And also, uh, I want to say good morning to the crew on the Helena. Guys are out there listening to us. They do a lot. And Kurt and all those guys out there, thank you very much for the support, and we'll be talking to you later. Huge shout out to our friends out at Dana War Sport Fishing. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we had such. Calvin rocks. I'll tell you, with Calvin, you know, I've gone out there and, and caught some just amazing fish. I remember, you know, one of the things, you know, we don't talk about, but I hooked up to, I don't know, a black sea bass that was just huge. Okay. And um, just good stuff. I, I just love pulling on fish, and he always gives you that opportunity. So you're looking for a boat? Hook up on the Helena. Absolutely. I mean, you know, remember, guys, a lot of these boats are still running. Some of them aren't, some of them are. But check it. Get out there because there's still good fishing going on. Oh, absolutely. And we'll talk about that in a second. All right. Having said that, I just want to let everybody know, for some reason, I can't get online. The Wi-Fi here at the station isn't working for me. However, I'm trying to get on my phone. I want to say good morning to everybody among those people. Let's see, Paul and Cliff and John. Um, Marty, uh, all the people that always listen to us, we want to say thank you. I can't go through the whole thing. Because... All 12 of them. <laughs> all right, so I just want to say thank you to everybody. Okay? So, anyway, with that, well, having said that, uh, Andrew, why don't we start up on the Freshwater Report. Make it, uh, make it on the quicker side, okay, and let me know. But there's, I know there's a lot of activity there this week. Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of activity, a lot of lakes have stocked uh, this week, and then next week uh, pretty much about 99% of the lakes will be stocking. The lakes again brought another truckload of trout. Uh, Mount Laffin came in, and they had some bigger fish. Uh, It looked like on the video maybe some nines and fins. But, again, remember, they have that option of getting the big, big boys, the, the 20s. There might be some 20s. Um, you know, next week is holiday weekend, and, you know, this is going to be happening. Well, so I know the fishing has been a little tough. Um, the weather has been warm uh, as far as the water-wise, kind of pushing the fish deeper. Um, but all in all, I mean, the trout are here. Get your two-pound and you know, get your big nets and come out and head to the lake. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's the whole point. you got to get out. Um, let me just tell you about getting out, in fact, and I'm sorry I'm going to put, insert this here, but I think it's very appropriate. I got a message yesterday from uh, a friend named Dave Lewis, and I guess they're doing a big um, a kids event today at, let's see, it's an El Dorado Lake in Long Beach. It's right off the 605 at South Street, okay? They're featuring catfish. And uh, they're saying just come on down. Okay, it's a free kids fishing event like we do over here at Mile Square Park. So if you get a chance, head down there or up there to Long Beach, El Dorado Lake. Okay, it's off the 605 at South Street. All right. Why, why, why are you laughing so hard? I just got a text and I cannot read it. Uh, I'm well, sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So listen. Uh, yeah, yeah, see that happens. Okay, live. <laughs> anyway, okay, Andrew, um, keep going. 
Keep going. Give me another leg. Okay. So then from there, you know, we we all know where Mia's at. He's probably snoring in his tent with his heater over there at Mountain Lakes. Oh, uh, I thought he was underneath the 15 just, freeway. <laughs> he might be selling something down there. I don't know. Maybe some Bidon. Maybe some oranges. Who knows? He could be there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they just stocked uh, on Thursday 1,000 pounds again from Jess Ranch, uh, 500 pounds in each lake. Um, again, same story with the trout. Um, it's kind of pretty common on these lakes down here. It's just, I think the weather is just keeping that water at, at the temperature they can, they can be, you know, they can live in, but it's just, they're getting either going to the deeper, deeper part and they're just not biting like they should be. So, I mean, you know, with some colder weather that's coming in this week, I mean, I think it's definitely going to pick up. Um, from there, all the, uh, San Bernardino County lakes, uh, they are finally going to stock next week for their trout opener. Uh, they increased it last week. It was our last year. It was 650 pounds. Uh, now they're going to start stocking 799 pounds of fish, um, along with 100 pounds of their lightning trout uh, mixed in. So you know, so you got Glossy, Glen Helen, Ukaipa. You know, all those lakes are going to have their opener next week. Um, and then, of course, you know, you go up uh, the mountains a little bit. Lake Gregory uh, just had their last stock of the year. Um, I guess they're supposed to resume back in spring. But they did stock another 1,500 pounds, uh, again, with the lightning trout, the Calveras. I think they call them Calveras golden trout or something like that. Um, so they did stock those. There was a caught. Um, I did see one guy, uh, J.D., who lives up there. Uh, he caught a, a six-pounder, which was uh, pretty cool to see. Um, let's see. Now, from there, uh, Irvine Lake, all the O.C. Lake, they're going to stock uh, in two weeks. Uh, November 30th is when they're they're scheduled to stock uh, the lake. Now, you, um, you say then, uh, Irvine you like, Lake. I, I think I saw something on Team 57. They caught a pretty large um, catfish in there, right? One of the big boys. Yeah, there's just some really big catfish being caught out of there lately. And it's the guys that are doing the work. They're showing up to the lake. They're not afraid to hike. They're hiking to the, you know, the coves at a little bit farther off in the distance. And, I mean, they're finding these big blues, you know, getting them on cut bait, on shrimp. You know, I, I remember when uh, Mac Bates, uh huh, on the Mac Bates. Yeah, Mac. Yeah, Mac Bates. Yeah, anything like that. I remember when Danny uh, a couple weeks ago was talking about. You know, it's uh, it's the big month, the catfish big month. You know, back in the years, you know, when you guys used to catch, you know, thirties and you wouldn't turn the you mean camera 50s on fifties and sixties. Yeah, fifties and sixties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like there's a lot of big catfish. You know, for those shore guys that are pounding the shore and putting the time in to find where they're at and. You know, so that's that's really cool to see. Now with the trout coming in, could pick up the bass bite. I mean, it's definitely going to pick up the shore bite for trout. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah from there, then uh, we go down to San Diego, uh, Lake Dixon and Wolford Lake. Uh, they're stocking. They're having their trout opener next week. Uh, 11-23, they're supposed to be stocking 3,000 pounds of fish. So now San Diego County is going to start getting in the trout, you know, the trout scene here. Um, and then uh, from there, you got Poway, you got Santee, you know, all, all these lakes. I mean, the same same kind of thing going on is, is it's trout season. You know, so like I said before, break out your two-pound test, get your ultralights, you know, and then get your, you know, your giant net for that just-in-case fish. But, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what, uh, what Craig's at in store next week for uh, Santa Ana River Lake. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like a lot of the other lakes, uh, Juicy, I heard, uh, let me see, uh, Jennings, uh, everybody's just, like you said, getting ready. It's the season, okay? So uh, just just be prepared, okay? It's that shift yeah, in the and, season. You know, and, and, uh, 
yeah, and then uh, you know the Sierras, the Sierras for the most part um, are are closed. They, you know, all the resorts and everything are closed up there. But if you keep going north, uh, you know, there's a lake right there above Reno, Pyramid Lake. I know uh, Team Sippy Cup. We were just talking about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually spent a few days up there, and they were on the trout. Uh, you know, they didn't get anything giant. Now, when I say giant, we're talking 12, 15, 20 pounders, but they did get some pretty close to 10. And then I did see that they caught a couple tag trout. And uh, um, the the what do you call it? the people that stock the trout up there? If you do catch a tag one, make sure you know if you're going to release it, make sure you measure the trout from from you know the, the tip of the nose to the tail. You know, log it in because what they want to do is they're trying to study the growth rate of these Lahotian cutthroats. All right, all right. So you guys heard it. If you go up there, make sure you do that. Okay, with the tag fish. All right. So the the freshwater scene looks like it's really, really starting up. Um, any word uh, on um, Palmdale fin and feather? Yeah. So Palmdale fin and feather, they usually start their first stock going in December. Uh, they give it enough time for those fish to get in there. Um, the opener is going to be February 5th. I remember that Rhonda has it saved in her calendar, so she knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are going, but I'm pretty sure she's going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> she, she has another oh, calendar. Sorry. She's going, yeah. That, that day she was, she was uh, shopping for plates. She was also writing dates down when she was going fishing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so definitely Palmdale, Finn and Feather. Uh, they're gonna uh, they're gonna be stocking uh, I would say around twenty five thousand pounds uh, for the opener. Mm-hmm. Again, they're not gonna dump them all at once. They spread them out so it gives these fish to just be all over the lake and not just you know a hundred percent shallow. So you're gonna get your shore anglers gonna get them, your boat anglers gonna get them, your you know your dock owners and the people fishing on docks. Everyone's got a chance to get these fish, and you know we've all fished there, and this place stocks so many fish. Right. It's just, I mean, it's crazy. Well, let, let me let me give you some information about the Palmdale Fin and Feather Club. I was uh, left a message by the president saying that mm-hmm. they're go- we're going to donate a- another membership for us to either raffle off or we're going to figure out how we're going to oh, wow. make the best use of it. So the value of that, folks, is about nine thousand or a thousand bucks. It's right nine hundred to a thousand dollars, right? It's around there. Yeah, so, it's about a thousand bucks. About a thousand. You know, what's pretty exclusive about that too, Sergio. And I can't. That's that's pretty pretty awesome. Is that they don't have any memberships that they are selling anymore. Right. Yeah, they're full. They're, they're, cool. they're, yeah. they're so, full. So, so it's actually more valuable like, then. It's more valuable. <laughs> Supply yeah, and demand. Andrew Chronicles get to give away the only membership. I'll give you a thousand and one dollars for it. Negative. We're going to raise money. <laughs> that's big what I meant. Money, big money. And anyway, so we'll have that. Um, I want to thank the uh, the club and the president and everyone, all, and all their members. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do something. I don't know if it'll be for our show, for one of our charity charities, but uh, I really do appreciate it. And then during the holiday season, we'll 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 make that happen. I just want to let everybody know that um, you know Christmas is on a Saturday. And New Year's Day is on a Saturday. So that's going to be very, very unique. We'll figure out what's going on there. I think if we have a giveaway um, thing, it's going to be, you know, Ron just just almost had a heart attack here because he has to do all the mailing out, and it's been a mess. So I think we're going to do it a lot simpler. Nobody Uh, has anything. Less, less, but more. In other words, bigger prizes, but only a few. 
okay? And that way you can manage it a little bit easier. It's kind of hard to manage 50, 60 giveaway tickets. You know, we're amateurs at this, guys. You know, we're just we, we're well, just fishermen. It's it's not it's it's okay to do that, but there are. I think there, it's great the, because the you supply do it all. chain has been interrupted. No, don't give me that broken <laughs> chain link fence theory. I'm not. Uh, anyway, no, it's all good. So we'll figure that out. So I do want to say kudos to the Palmdale Finn and Feather for donating a membership for this. It's really cool. All right. So yeah, that's awesome. All right. So listen. Now let me. Uh, I want to. I want to talk about Lake Pacific. Okay. Um, you go to that lake. Yeah, it's really a big one, and it's got a. I hear it's a lot. Got it's like salt and sea. It's got a lot of salt in it. A lot of salt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you go to Lake Pacific, Andrew. Uh, I do. I do. I'm actually going there on uh, uh, in December on the. You, 18th you bring on the your two pound test and your big net. I, I'm and my big net and in uh, my my donut just in case I fall in. <laughs> All right. So let, let, let's go ahead and put a little bit of salt on this, and uh, let me go here. Andrew, you were talking about a big. Was it you that told me about that big yellowtail that was caught off of Redondo? Uh, it was not me. Okay, so I guess yesterday, I I want to say it was the Redondo special. I'm gonna have to check it out. Forty-seven pound home guard That's a yellowtail. Monster. Okay, off uh, <laughs> in the Rocky Point area there. So, um, they had two bites. They lost one, but got one. Forty-seven pounds. Uh, the difference, I think, is, and I fished yesterday, live squid at the receivers, okay? Ooh. So that may be changing because the, we- the, the water did go down. I'll talk a little bit about what was in the bait. So I had for bait yesterday, let's start here, live squid, live sardine, and live anchovy. All right, check that out to go out there. What an arsenal. All right, we're going to take another short break. Come back. We'll start talking a little more about the salt because there's a lot of talk about salt. We'll be right back on Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Angler Chronicles is still in the house. Wake up in the morning and I'll raise my weary head. I've got an old coat for a pillow and the earth was last night's bed. I don't know where I'm going. Ducks Radio, AM 830 KLAA. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, this is Kevin Shattenkirk, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. Ducks Radio AM 830 KOA. This is Hanger Chronicles, and uh, you got Ron, you got myself, and Andrew Mack, who has to fly the coop and has to go to Mountain Lakes and hook up with... Mia, okay? You guys suck. Yeah, you guys suck. I mean, you guys, you know, Mia. Well, I'll, I'll give him a little nudge, like you said. No, not a nudge. I want a full regulation push into the water. <laughs> okay, I want you to. Yeah, I'm get... starting to get a trend that us freshwater guys, you keep trying to throw us in the water, so. <laughs> well, because, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Because that'd be, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 you go in the water. I like that idea. Better you than me. All right. Anyway, Andrew, yeah, thank you so much uh, for giving us all that information on Freshwater. Thanks for hanging out in the morning. Go get them. Post some photos. And if there any last-minute thing you want to say before I push you over? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, uh, real quick, just Lake Amador up north. I forgot to throw that out there. Uh, they started stocking 14-pound trout. Wow. So far, it's the biggest in California. Um, remember last year, they were putting in those lake records, 20s, 21s. So uh, we'll see if that's uh, to come. Maybe they're going to get some more big fish in there. All right. So uh, this is my practice push. Get out of here. (laughs) I just pushed you off the radio show. I love this. Anyway, go have some fun, kid, (laughs) and uh, post some pictures to give us some information, okay? All righty. Will do. Talk to you guys later. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Hey, I want to do a little shout-out to our friend... uh, uh, our friends from Baja Fishing Convoys. Oh, okay. morning. Orchid. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a trip uh, going down there. Uh, have her give us a call later on uh, in the year so that we can give the information. I don't know if we, how many spots we have available, but we're going down to Bay of L.A. And um, we're all going to go as a group. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I'm in. I'm in. And we're, uh, by the way, we're probably going to film this one. So if you want to get on TV, good way of doing it. Okay, good way of doing it. Okay, uh, Ron, we just lost Mac. We pushed him overboard. I love doing that. Um, I was mentioning the the fishing saltwater. Okay, if we, we run around and we look, um, the boats are doing day and a half. They're still hit and miss, but mostly right. hit on the tuna. Okay, so the um, I know the tribute just come back with some. Um, who is the other one? The Thunderbird came back with limits of bluefin. They're limiting out, okay, on very good size bluefin, anywhere between 60 to 80 all the way up to 200 pounds. So uh, they're still really good fishing. And here's a little caveat for you guys. If you don't mind the colder weather temperature-wise, some of the most calmest waters happen in the winter right now okay yeah uh, we were out yesterday it was a glass it was actually glass beautiful beautiful weather so uh good in that sense it's actually a lot more comfortable to fish 
okay, for these bigger fish. Both not rocking and you're pulling on a big fish. It does. It, it makes it for a, a very unique um, circus-like atmosphere, and then you don't have to get into that if you go right now. So there's really good fishing there. If you like island fishing, okay, um, the El Dorado's been on fire at... Uh, Oh, like I shouldn't say I shouldn't say that's a bad thing to say on fire. They've been doing really well, okay, over at Nicholas, and and I'm to attest to it. I can attest to it. I was there what last week, okay, on a day and a half where we limited out by two o'clock in the afternoon. We just look at each other, okay. Well, there's nothing else to catch. We had limits of everything, okay. So, having said that, that's another good trip. And my point is, there's only a few day, days left. Uh, through December 31st, when then you won't be able to get any rockfish. Well, okay. we do have the trip that's scheduled for the 29th and 30th, which we're uh, actually going to donate the money to uh, Fishers of Men. Uh-huh. Okay, and, and uh, that's a great opportunity on the El Dorado. On the El Dorado, so that'll be the you know um, one of the last days to uh, get yourself uh, your refrigerator stocked up or freezer stocked up for the year. Yeah, so if you fish throughout the year, you more than likely have a lot of red meat. In other words, you got right. bluefin, yellowtail. There was a lot of that. Now you get a chance to get the white meat. Okay. Yeah, um, we do have some spots available. Um, I've taken more calls this week. So uh, it is, you know, we're also getting close to December. But it is the week between Christmas and New Year's. But it's always been one of the best trips. It's We always have a good time. So. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're going to assure you we're going to have a good time. All right. So, uh, and, and if, if I guess if I'm a, a good boy, maybe, just maybe, maybe, Danny will let me borrow his Tenacon 500 <laughs> so I can just push a button. You have no idea what a difference that reel makes. I'm yeah, sure you're going to have to get I'm it out sure of my he's hands. I'm sure going to call in here shortly and tell me about it, but this is really good. I already no. made reservations with Danny, so I'm, I'm taking uh, it. To uh, it's a negative oh, Okay, here we go. That's anyway. Um, all right, so uh, good fishing over uh, over there for the bluefin. And I say over there because I don't know if I want to say where they're fishing. Uh, these guys are very touchy on their spots. But let me just say it's uh, behind. How about if we just say somewhere behind uh, Clemente? Is that, is that fair? Right. That, that, yeah. That's a pretty big yeah, And don't remember, too, Bruce on the Sport King. They're still running. So get they're out there, guys. So uh, all, all the boats that we support are, are running. Are still running. So. And um, I know even out of Orange County, because of the oil spill, they had to leave that area. Okay, and they're going across to the island in many cases. And Catalina has been producing some very, very good quality rockfish. Uh, I know they had some ma- massive days on ling cod, etc. So it's been uh, the island is producing. So I guess what I'm saying, the half day, the three quarter days, okay, the ones out of Long Beach specifically have a, a great area that they can fish. I was uh, on the water yesterday with uh, Danny and. Uh, we came up to the victory, um, and they're full on, okay? They're, they're catching fish. So I guess the point is this. We're winding down next week. A lot of people have some days off. Take advantage. Get on these boats, okay? Get on these boats. Support our local um, landings and boat owners. And at the same time, go out and have some fun, Okay just layer up it has been a little bit cooler in the morning but when that happens i like to go into the galley get myself a cup of coffee warm up and then go back out and have uh drop a line and catch some fish okay but the fish there is no shortage of fish okay and hopefully 
my understanding, uh, December 1st or the first week of December, they're going to open up the uh, oil spill area that they closed. That you, you guys don't want to know what I think, but I'll I don't believe you it anything. when I see it. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Here's the deal <laughs> 29,000 gallons, okay? It's about what? Uh, an average pool in your backyard. And a third, and they shut down 30 some odd miles of coastline eight miles out from that 30 and then all the volume of water it's not you know it's not even a, a spit in the ocean it, it, it's bad okay uh, the closure doesn't make any sense and then they open it up for surfers they open it up for swimmers but not for fishermen you guys you better let that sink in okay there's a lot of stuff a lot of negative stuff happening um, to affect fishing and we need to get involved we need to get involved, okay? So, having said that, uh, let me go back to fishing is really good off our coast. Fishing is really good in everything that, that's going on around here. And I am expecting a call from Marco to give us an update um, uh, for what, what's going on with CARB. They had their meeting yesterday, so he'll give us a um, an update. I heard most of it, and he's the representative spokesman representative for sport fishing association of california so marco will call in after we talk to the sheriff okay so anyway um it's all good sheriff are you on right now okay i thought he was on here all right so but no problem he may be on mute okay so uh because he comes on at six he likes his whole you know he ron he has to have his opening song if not, well, it's not right. i wouldn't talk either if i had an opening song I, I agree with you. Well, I don't talk anyway, so. No, no, I, think, I think he should remain silent until 6 a.m. Because, no, 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 he is a sheriff. He is a sheriff, and, you know, yeah, we don't we don't want to break the, the opening. But he, he, the point is this. Guys, um, you got a great opportunity next week. A lot of you guys have days off. Go book a boat. But just remember, there's a lot of people who are going to be doing that. So book early, get online, get your spot, and go out fishing. I've heard uh, a lot of people reach out to me, you know, what boat's good, what boat's not. They're all good. All right, they're all good. All right, so just get on one, get out, fresh air. That's the key. All right, listen, we're going to take uh, a short break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll talk to the sheriff. I know he's chuckling in the background. I know he is, okay? I just want to know, and I'm, this is the report I want from him, does his thumb hurt from pressing the button, okay? Folks, you're on Tux Radio, AMA 30K, LIA. We'll be right back. Tomorrow on the Las Vegas Raiders Radio Network, the Silver and Black play host to the Cincinnati Bengals. Hi, this is Tim Cates. Join Brent Musburger and Lincoln Kennedy for all the action. Derek Carr and the Raiders look to bounce back after a tough Sunday night loss to the Chiefs as Joe Burrow and the Bengals come to Allegiant. It's the Las Vegas Raiders and Cincinnati Bengals. If it's the NFL, it's right here on AMA 30 KLAA. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. 
Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-L.com. Ducks Radio AMA 30, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Your flagship station for Anaheim Ducks hockey. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, folks, I want to welcome you back to Ducks Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. And you know when this comes on. And you know what? I think Leilani did not let Danny talk because, you know, she has, she has control so that she can have his opening song. So without further ado, the jig slinger himself, the sheriff, the supreme filayer of rockfish. I got to see that yesterday. The guy whose thumb must be hurting from pressing the button on his Tanacon 500. Without further ado, the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Oh, my goodness, uh, Sergio. Listen, yeah, we'll talk about that trip. I, uh, just an outstanding trip. I want to say good morning to Ron Hobbs, of course, and Andrew Mack. And no, also, he's gone. Andrew, we threw him overboard. He's done. Oh, okay. It's just, well, it's just me and sit- Ron today. You and Ron, okay, well, that's fine. You guys are getting the job done. I want to say a special good morning to our good friend Jonathan Oliver Skinner at City of Dream Extreme, Lake Elsinore. You know, I was so proud and and am so proud. It gets to air one more time tomorrow, as you mentioned, and you've got it on Facebook, the Dream Extreme uh, uh, Fishing Derby, the eighth annual, I might add. Uh, So anyway, it'll air one, and we'll talk about that, uh, the new episode, a little bit later here, but Yesterday, uh, Sergio, yeah, the Tanacom. <laughs> you know, we really didn't fish uh, really deep water. We never went out and set the 80 fathom stuff. But, but uh, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> be quiet. No, no, no. no. Uh, no let's think, be honest. We were, we I, were in about. Is that what it sounds like? Yeah, no. We, we were in about, we were in shallower water. Let's just say that. And we went to deep water, too. So go yeah, ahead, we Jerry. give it a shot, but not, not real deep, but. Uh, you know, we're on the southeast bank. We first, um, um, well, like you said, we ran into the victory. Not literally, <laughs> not literally, but but uh, we we saw the victory there, and they were catching fish, and they turned in a good. I looked up um, the fish counts last night. They turned in a very good count. Anyways, we had a great time. I had a great time. Thanks to you, Sergio. You know, you settled. Let me tell you, you settled the jackpot right out of the gate with one of those nice reds. And then you put the hammer on it about at the buzzer with that nice lingcod. And so... Uh, <laughs> and don't forget the know, big I sheep We got some sheep pit as well. And you know yeah, what? Let, let's, mention nice... this, let's mention the sheep pit, okay? There's some uh, going on. It's going around right now. Here's what Angler Chronicles' position is on this. Release them, okay? Don't target them. And if you happen to, to catch one, just let them go until January uh, it, it's a question about quotas. I don't know how accurate they are. They extrapolate this. They extrapolate. I heard you got extrapolated. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I was extrapolated. Bottom line is this: we live in a really complicated California. But so what? What can we do as anglers? 
you know what, do this. Don't target them from here to the end of the year. If you do catch one, let them go. The nice thing about uh, sheephead is even if you catch them in deep, in deep area, you can let them go. They're, they're, they don't have a problem with the bladder. With the bladder so let them go. Yeah. And if not, just use a descending device. Some of them do have a few issues. Use the sending device in the back. It's just one species. Um, the, the thing is this. If we don't regulate, our, regulate ourselves, they're going to regulate us. And it's going to be always worse when they regulate us. We don't necessarily have to agree with the regulations, but we have to abide by them. Okay? So let me. that's yeah. just my two cents. But anyway, we had a great time. Well, no. We had a great time. I, I agree with you, Sergio. Uh, of course, that, that's our stand. But... Uh, and we did. But you know what? Even without the, the sheephead, you know, I played a lot of fish. That, that lean cod, red skull, you caught a sculp in there, uh, at least one. And, and uh, we got several white fish. I was filleting for a while. I hadn't filleted like that in a while, to be That's, quite honest with you. Yeah, I saw you, you know, a knife wielding sheriff. Uh, that, that's, woof. We got to be oh, careful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got my little fillet, fillet board there and, and just. Had at it, and um, anyway, came home with a nice jag of fish. And before I or forget, I did get a, and you mentioned it earlier, I did get a text from Richie, Ash, Richie Ashley, who, of course, owns Lumbee's Bait Company, Nachos Barge, right here at the uh-huh. east end of the of the break wall. And they do have live squid and sardines, and I'm sure some anchovies. Wasn't it? Let, let me so. stop you there because we haven't seen anchovies in a long, long time. Now <laughs> you'd see one piece, you'd see another piece. But yesterday we got uh, we got some squid. We also got a, we wanted to get you know we never used the the sard the sardine batch, but in that there was probably one third of the bait was anchovy. The other two thirds were sardine. By the way, guys, yeah. excellent hook. Uh, size, you know, hook size bait. I mean, this is a number two, number one hook at most. Beautiful stuff. If you want to try the anchovies, just remember, anchovies were a staple out here in Southern California. We haven't had them in a long time, more than likely because of the temperature of the water. Temperature yesterday, we never saw anything better than 62 degrees, I believe, right, Danny? Yeah, about, about that. About 62. Yeah. Now, is that cold? Yeah. You know, it's cold in comparison to earlier this year. Is it cold on a normal year? No. I remember winters when, because, guys, we are in winter. <laughs> uh, I remember winters when the water temperature would go down to 56. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, definitely. so it's yeah, just. I yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, yeah, 61, 60, 61, that's, that's common from November all the way into March and April when it starts to warm up again. But, but you know, for the rock fishing, of course, we can't fish uh, um, January, uh, January and February, but, you know, there's still halibut. There's still uh, – you got a calico yesterday night when we released it, of course. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, no, there, there's, there's still plenty of fishing in the wintertime uh, in, in spite of the – Maybe in, in because of the water temperatures, I don't know. But but the rock fishing uh, right now is, is good. It really is good. The victory had a, a great day yesterday. Let's talk about tomorrow's episode. You know, speaking of uh, Freedom Boat Club, um, just want to tell everyone that this month 
Well, let me back up a little bit. You and I uh, and Juan uh, Andrew Chronicles, we joined Freedom Boat Club actually in 2015. Remember, Andrew had, I think, three or four boats there in Huntington three. Harbor. Three. We, three. Three boats in Huntington Harbor. Now, now, and you'll see this in tomorrow's episode, 40, more than 40 uh, new boats, Defiance, Key, Key West, really, really nice uh, fishing boats, and bow riders, whatever you want to do, duffies. 40 boats, uh, and now not just Huntington Harbor, of course, Huntington Harbor and L.A. Harbor, you've got all of Orange County covered, actually part of L.A. County, from PB all the way to, you can run to Catalina from there, and all the way down to Dana, Dana Point area if you, if you want to. Dana, so Danny, but let, now. But let, let, me, let me stop you there, because here's the thing about yeah. this. Oh, if you and I and Ron, if, if we were single, because then when, when you want to brag, a girl will come say, uh, you say, you have a boat? I go, no, I have 40 local boats and over 2,200 boats around the country. Okay, so yeah. you want to brag. I don't need a Ferrari. I've got boats, okay? And, and people don't realize how important that is. And you don't have to trailer your boat. You can go out down a, from San Diego up to Ventura. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's one up in Ventura, okay, or Oxnard. Yeah. So you can fish the Channel Islands. You can fish anywhere you want. Freedom Boat Club is an answer to prayers, okay, because... Oh, it, it, it really is, Sergio. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, the owner, in fact, we saw the owner, Andrew, yesterday uh, telling, telling me, and we've got this in the episode, 300 locations worldwide now. Mm-hmm. They actually have uh, locations in uh, Vancouver and several other places worldwide, but uh, that's how the, it's one of the fastest growing companies uh, in the in the U.S. for sure, and uh, we're, we're I'm just glad to be a part. And now I started to say Santa Monica Bay. You know, a lot of a lot of our listeners love to fish Santa Monica Bay from PV all the way up to Point Doom, and now Santa Monica Bay's got it covered. They've got a, a location there now in Redondo Beach, King Harbor, mm-hmm. and more recently Marina del Rey. Yeah. So if you want to fish uh, Santa Monica Bay. They've got it covered. So, but anyway, Sergio, that's what's airing tomorrow. Well, and uh, on right that, now, well, since, you said, since you said since you said that Marina del Rey area down to Redondo, I, I mentioned this earlier. There was a forty-seven pound yellowtail caught yesterday because of the live squid in the bay, out of Redondo. Okay, so there, the, yeah, there yeah. is some the home guards with the right bait, the right place, and now it becomes more accessible to us private boaters. Because we can consider ourselves well, it, private boaters. Oh, well, of course. Absolutely. And uh, just want to let listeners know, and you'll see this in tomorrow's episode of Freedom Boat Club Special, that uh, they're, they're calling it Black, not Black Friday, Black November. Okay? This whole month of November, 50% off new memberships. So if you want to join Freedom Boat Club, now is the time to do it and, and enjoy this, uh, the good, the not just a good fishing, you know. I I I do other things than fish. You know, I, I love fishing. That's my priority. But you know, I take the family out and friends and uh, these run these uh, bow riders and just make a day of it. And you you were mentioning yesterday the three hour tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the famous. Uh, I call it the the three hour tour, and it, it's basically covering you know local stuff and and. Uh, and then, uh, you know, L.A. Harbor, the battleship, show the kids the cargo ships. They love that kind of stuff. And then looking at Dolphin Offshore, 
and we normally end the day right there at Shoreline Village and have lunch at Shenanigans, and we make a nice day of it, Sergio. But tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock, you'll see uh, the Dream Extreme Derby, one last look at it, and then the Freedom Bowl Club Special, 8.30 tomorrow morning on Valley Sports West, and it'll run it will run five times this next week, Sergio. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. And also to some of the other programming we've got going on. I do know that on the editing table is the Alaska trip. Then we're going to do uh, one of the trips we did on the Ocean Odyssey. And from then, I mean, and then there's just a whole bunch of them right behind it. So, all right, Jackson, are you going to hang okay. out or are you going to go? No, I'm, I'm going to go. I'll be listening to you guys. Okay. So have a great morning, great okay, weekend. Okay, so... I just threw you off the boat, too. <laughs> I just threw you back, Jackson. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right, Sergio. <laughs> All right. We'll catch and release with one. the producer. All right, folks. This is Ducks Radio AMA 30K LAA. This is Anger Chronicles. We'll be right back. Ducks Radio, AMA 30. KLAA. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love Value Pack membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Ducks Radio, AMA 30. KLAA. Well, just, just one tune today. Choose you and me. Just, well, just the two gestures, you and me. All right. Uh, I do have a third gesture that we can welcome to the show right now. Here it's it got Ice Ice Baby? No. No. Oh. No, no. But it's the guy that harasses Ice Baby. Oh, Oliver. Oliver Solis from... Uh, let's see. Fishing Syndicate? Is that the company he's with? I don't know. He's not responding. I don't know. Oliver, are you there? I'm here. Good morning, guys. Take the mute off the phone, my friend. <laughs> anyway, listen, welcome to the show. Um, for all of you that know the best rods for me, anyway, and the Anger Chronicles crew anywhere in Southern California, okay, is the Fishing Syndicate lineup. Uh, again, yesterday proving again that it's the right rod. I was uh, a little bit deeper water and I'm telling you, the uh, composite, wow, just wow when you've got some weight on there. Okay, so it's oh, really yeah. good. But you know what, Oliver, it just, it, this is uncanny, okay? When I, I, I bring you in, uh -oh. Ron mentioned him 
is sideways, but he's already he's coming up. He's coming up the chum line. I can see him. He's swimming up the chum line. And ready, said Ron Gaffham. Boom! Here's Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Gaff by Ron Hobbs himself. I pulled him overboard. Did you get him on the board? I did. He's a long and skinny one. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty heavy, too. He, well, Sorry, he, Steve. He's long and skinny. So, the, yeah. Yeah, but he, he's, a, he's a good cat. He's a good cat. Oh, he, he's, he, he says he has a problem getting up early. Maybe we should buy him an alarm clock for Christmas. Well, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're very fortunate that the people that we deal with all have very good sense of humor. They just uh, they enjoy what they do, fishing. <laughs> with me, they better uh, Absolutely. <laughs> and Steve, good morning, my friend. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing this morning? Pretty good, dude. I mean, um, I was fishing yesterday, so it can't be any better. So when you get on the water, and I've been saying that all morning, it's time to get on the water. You guys have some great trips. Dude, we, we were near the victory yesterday. Wow. They were catching fish. We were catching fish. It, it, it's, it's good fishing right now for those in the know. So we just let everybody know that there's really good fishing off our coast. And the other rod is killing it at Nicholas. So I'm gonna, I, I know I just stole a little bit of your thunder there, Steve, but bring it around, bud. Well, like you, like you mentioned earlier, Serge, uh, fishing's been really good at San Nick. Uh, Captain Jeff's been loading up on the big vermilion, big chuckleheads, lingcod, whitefish. It's been really, 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 really good fishing. So uh, now's the time to get out and fill your freezers before the closure at the end of the year. Um, tonight I got a trip. I still got nine spots left on the El Dorado departing at 8.30 p.m. And um, hold on. Yeah, I got nine spots left. So now's the time to get out, guys. Uh, go ahead and book through the website, longbeachsportfishing.com, and then click book online. Uh, the big news for the El Dorado, everyone's been asking, BOGO 2021 is back, guys. So uh, starting December 6th on any um, any overnight trip with the exception of any sponsored trip you buy one ticket to san nicholas island weather permitting uh, you'll get a free trip for 2022 so now's the time to go oh so so, and, and, so you buy one now and you get an extra you can you get a ticket for next year yeah yeah you prepay to the website you go fishing uh you know whatever night you chose to go fishing as you're checking in i will hand you a pass for in any wow. open party El Dorado trip for next year, you know, departing out of Long Beach, there are some restrictions, very few, like you can't use them on sponsor trips, for example. But, uh, you know, we get we only get about a dozen of those a year. But, yeah, any any open party trip will be free for uh, for next year, departing out of Long Beach. All right. I hope everybody heard that because, I mean, it's a great boat. We use it as a platform for one of our schools. So we uh, I enjoyed it. I was there, like I said, last week. Um, and it's just phenomenal fishing, phenomenal fishing. I can't tell you how phenomenal. I keep using that word, but I mean, this was a time where you were catching so many fish easily on bait. You started using stuff that you thought that wasn't going to get bait, you know, from the big heavy hookup baits to uh, heavy jigs, iron jigs. You can use the flat falls. You can use uh, knife jigs, whatever. You, that's how good the fishing was where Captain Jeff uh, put us all on. So it the one thing I, bet I will say about the El Dorado, it's got Nicholas Island wired, okay? They, they know exactly what's going on. And offshore, he's been fantastic for us as well. So highly recommend getting on the El Dorado, whether it be an overnight or a day and a half. And also on the Victory. Victory, you know, let me tell you, one of the best galleys I've seen for a three-quarter day anywhere. 
Okay, the BLT. I, I recommend the BLTs. Everybody talks about the boat burger, but I think Regina is your galley cook, right? She. Yeah, made, we got. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, we got Regina, Jeff, and we got Todd on Mondays. If you guys like to fish uh, Mondays, uh, kind of like the Victory Chef. He, he always has Victory specials. On oh yes, dad. he he does the uh, rice with spam. And it's like a fried rice. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Okay, he brings some of that uh, cuisine in onto the boat. It, it, bottom line, you're going to go on a boat that you eat good, okay? And that's oh, yeah. important, okay, because you're out there. Um, Danny and I were on the water yesterday, and there was a point where I had my feet up on the side, and we're just looking out, and you don't get too many chances to, ju- to just take a breather, just stop. And I tell these guys on these big party boats, do the same thing. Just stop for a moment. Look in, look around you. Look where you are and enjoy your surroundings, okay? So I always say fishing is therapeutic. Uh, for the rich, they have all these psychiatrists. For the rest of us, there's fishing, okay? There's nothing better, more calming. Unless you get into a fight about whose fish is bigger, but that's a different ballgame. That's for another day. All right, uh, Steve, we talked about the Victory 3 Day going out daily. You've got the uh, El Dorado for overnights and day and a halfs. Um, you also have a few other boats on the, in the fleet. What are they? Yeah, we have the uh, the Aron, the Pacific Raider, the Dreamer, Chubasco Three, and the Martiosa. Um, you know, we can we can fill all your needs, guys, from six packs up to uh, thirty-five anglers. All our boats are available for private charters as well. So. Um, if you'd like to do a private charter, just give me a call at the landing, 562-432-8993. And I'd also like to mention, um, as most of you know, we have been doing a weekday special on the Victory. And for now, we did extend it until this Wednesday. It's only $60 to get out three-quarter day fishing on the Victory uh, if you prepay through the website. We we may extend it you know, further. We're just kind of, it's a week-by-week basis, what we decide to do kind of thing. But uh, if we decide to extend it, we'll, uh, I'll post it on social media. So, you guys, if you haven't, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I'm always on there posting updates and fish counts and trips and all that good stuff. Okay, perfect. You heard it from the man himself. One more time, give up the, the phone number and uh, website. The phone number is 562-432-8993, and the website is longbeachsportfishing.com. There's a little... Book online tab at the top of your page. You click on that, and uh, once you select your trip that you'd like to go on, there's a little green button that some people seem to miss. You just click on it, and you know you go ahead and book like that. It's very, very simple. If you have any problems, just give us a call. And uh, we are closed Thanksgiving uh, on Thursday, so you guys all have a great Thanksgiving, and I hope everyone stays safe. Excellent. Thank you so much, uh, Steve, and uh, look forward to fishing with you guys before the end of the year. All right, brother. Take care. Take care. All right. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, this one goes out to Gary. Yeah, we filleted the fish once we were at the dock. So once we're tied up, we, we clean the fish uh, and throw the fillets in the trash. Okay. And then let me see. The other question was, oh, um, just want to mention this. This comes from Orchid. Reminder, the Bahia de Los Angeles trip is June 2nd through the 6th. So June 2nd through the 6th. 2022 uh we'll be there okay so contact orchid at um 
Baja fishing convoys. Okay, so make sure that. And then there's a conversation that we're going to have about releasing some of these fish, some of these bigger grouper. Okay, and yeah, and um, Anger Chronicles we strongly promote CPR strongly. Okay, and uh, it helps the fishery. It helps everything. Always said, only take what you're going to eat, release the rest. Okay, now with you know, people used to talk about you know rockfish, but now we have the sending devices. They're 80 to 90 percent effective. So use them, get one. I believe Fish and Game will give them to you for free. I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to check on that, but uh, you can get those. All right. Without further ado, what I'd like to do is welcome our dear friend Marco, and he is the spokesman right now for. A Sport Fishing Association of California, SAC. So good morning, Marco, and you've got some great, I hope, information. <laughs> good morning, Sergio. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Okay, so yesterday well, was we've been talking about CARB uh, for quite mm -hmm. a bit here. We've had some captains call in and tell us their side of the story. Yesterday we got a chance to hear some comments, okay? And I'll tell you. I heard, I, I was on the water, but when I came back in, I actually got on the call. I probably heard the last 20 or so. This thing went on until like 7.30 at night. Okay, I had my headphones yeah. on. I was going to town. And, boy, they do make uh, an argument on the other side. Okay, so I am worried. I, I Just hearing what I heard, I am worried. Marco, should the fishing industry be worried? Uh, absolutely. And to set the table for your listeners, um, you know, Governor Newsom has a goal of zero emissions by the year 2045. And that means to have electric vehicles, trucks, cars. And his, his vision also includes electric boats powered by battery or hydrogen. The fundamental challenge is if the technology is not available, it hasn't been tested safe, and the economics are bad, that's problematic. And that results in businesses going out of business and uh, jobs lost. So uh, the California Air Resources Board is the regulatory agency, you know, tasked with achieving this goal. And um, they had a big public hearing, as you pointed out last night. And not last night, all day, Sergio. I mean, it started at 9 in the morning. So kudos to all the anglers and all the boat owners, you know, who, you know, <laughs> hung with us throughout the entire process. I have to say there was over 100 speakers. I would say about two-thirds of them were supporters of sport fishing, of the industry. And um, I will tell you this. Uh, the response from the board members, and these are board members largely appointed by Governor Newsom, was encouraging. I, I think those that did speak recognized that um, boat owners are small business owners. And there's a risk associated with putting them out of business. Primarily, it is the only access so many Californians, millions of Californians have to the ocean. It also has an economic impact on coastal communities. And I think what was also very compelling is the sports fishing industry with nonprofit organizations. You know, Sergio, as you know, they take kids out there. They have science programs. Listen, we're they involved. Listen, with wounded warriors. We're wow. involved with Fish for Life. I know that... Um, uh, they were they were represented yesterday. Both Donna from mm -hmm. Dana Worth Sport Fishing is as Jim as well. Um, we do also the Friends of Rollo. Okay, don't forget those kids. Okay, we take right. those kids out. Um, 
we're involved with a lot of these charities. Veterans, how many veterans are being taken out? There's a whole bunch of different groups that are taking out veterans. It's huge. It's huge. And this is absolutely fundamentally wrong, in my opinion. You want to, we all want cleaner air, but you can't put this type of regulation the way it's written and, 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 and trying to be enforced by putting out so many companies out of business. It should be a gradual get into, give them an opportunity to achieve that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, should be one step at a time, not a hundred steps in one shot. The only thing, I got to take a short break, but Margaret, hang on with me because we're going to keep talking about this. But, I, you know, one good way of uh, controlling emissions in California is if Newsom, Newsom would just shut his mouth. Okay? I just said that. Yeah. Okay? So this is the Ducks Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Jacob Silverberg, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Adam Henrique, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. All right, welcome back, everybody. On Ducks Radio AM 830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and as we went to a break, we're talking to Marco, a representative of SAC, Sport Fishing Association in California. Uh, Marco, hold on for a second here. I've got... I want to queue up two other uh, phone calls. We're getting an, uh, a call from On the Water. They're on the water. Um, I also see a call from Captain Rick Scott, but he's calling me from Montana, so he's going to have to take a moment. I also have Doc, uh, Captain Don Ashley here. So, Marco, we've got Danny and Don and Oliver. So let me say good morning, Danny. 
Okay, I heard you're calling us from Dana Point. Hey, good morning. Yeah, we're down here at the Helena, Helena at Dana Point, fixing to head out and catch some fish. Just wanted to get a shout out. And uh, our captain happened to be, uh, he's a little ill today. He's in a car wreck, so we wanted to tell him that all oh. our prayers are with him. Okay, all right. So um, who? the name of the captain, which one? Captain Calvin. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, you know, I'll give him a, is we'll he taking get, calls? Just give him a call later on, Dan, uh, yeah. Ron, and we'll get all of it. Well, thank you. And uh, listen, for all our listeners out there, thoughts and prayers, please, for Calvin. Um, is he going to be okay? Oh, yeah, he's going to be great, man. Okay, he's cool. Okay. All right. And make some. me a burrito. <laughs> yeah, 10 4 for sure. All right. Thanks for calling in, Dana, uh, Danny from Dana Wharf on the Helena. Thank you, Danny. Go have a great day. You guys too. Peace out. All right. Bye, now, guys. Now I've got the owner of Pierpoint Landing, Mr. Don Ashley. Good morning, Don. Good morning, guys. I'll, I'll keep this brief because Marco is what he's saying. It's very, very important. I just want to let everybody know. Happy Thanksgiving and let them know we're having a special on Wednesday next week and Friday. So it's two for one. They'll bring a kid or anybody but two for one next Wednesday on a half day and three quarter day boat and next Friday and just everybody have a happy, happy uh Thanksgiving and be safe and hope we get through this nightmare with the cardboard and all and I wanna give kudos to Marco. He's doing been a phenomenal job. Everybody at SAC has good luck everybody and cross your fingers. All right, yeah. So Wednesday the twenty fourth and Friday the twenty sixth, you buy one ticket, bring a friend for free. Okay. So you buy one, go two go. So thank you, uh Don facilitating Thank people you, to go out you know through specials and this and that but also for all the service you've done to the entire industry for all of us who grew up on these boats uh thank you because you were an integral part of it okay? yes sir i think i think don's off all right Don, uh, I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm okay. here. I'm waiting for Mark. Oh, okay. So, yeah, stay. Listen, I, I would welcome if you to stay on. And let me ask Leilani, could you please um, bring up Captain Rick Scott? I know he's calling from Montana. He's hunting up there. But this affects him, too. So, uh, Rick Scott, Ocean Odyssey, good morning. And understand you have Doc, um, Captain Don Ashley from Pierpoint. You got Marco. Uh, from Sport Fishing Association, and Oliver Solis, Ron, and myself. So good morning, Rick. Good morning. I guess we're all in the same boat here, I have to say, that hoping that this carb thing does not go through. Exactly. So let me let me go back to Marco and let him finish up what he was saying. Go ahead, Marco. Well, I'd say that the threat is very real, and it's very now, um, because if these regulations pass uh, early next year, uh, they'll go into effect or start going into effect by January uh 2023 so that's like 13 months from now and the costs are extraordinary i mean they are doing something extraordinary that's never occurred anywhere in the country and that is when they determine that the boats and the technology don't fit that these boat owners need to buy new boats and according to sports fishing association of california these boats are four five maybe as high as six million dollars and the only way for them to afford those type of boats is to pass it on to their customers. And our analysis shows there's no way, no how. Because for a one-day fishing trip, Sergio, the prices would have to triple. And for well, a you know what, Marco? It would have to nearly double. Marco, let's and take no advantage. no customer's going to pay those prices. Let's take advantage. We've got Captain Don Ashley, Pierpoint Landing. We've got Captain Rick Scott on the phone at the same time. 
Let me ask them. Don, what would something, what would a price be for a three-quart day if you had to take a guess, if you had to do all this stuff? Well, first of all, you can't do all this stuff because the engines aren't even available yet. So just if we had to have a boat that was built from scratch, it would be many, many years down the line. And the engines aren't available yet. for it. And we have the Coast Guard who says, no, 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 it's a, a safety issue. So if you did have to do it, like I say, we'd be, it'd be many, many years down the line and we'd be out of business. But a, a three-quarter day ticket would probably be someplace two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars for a three-quarter day ticket. There you go. So wow. let me go to a offshore, Captain Rick Scott. What would a simple day and a half you think come up to? Oh, it would it would double. I mean, you'd be an eight hundred dollar injury. I mean, it would it's, it's going to cost five or six million dollars right. to have to replace the boat. On top of that, in thirteen months, there isn't enough time to do that. And the times we're in right now, you probably can't get the the materials to, to build a boat right now so so it, it would definitely hurt me all right so let me let me go back to all of you then uh marco what i'm what i'm hearing is and this is something i've said before they're asking you to implement a technology that doesn't exist so my question is this if these motors don't exist this this technology doesn't does not exist by the time allotted you said it's 2023 what are these guys supposed to do just shut down if they have no alternative well, yeah, I mean, that's the individual choice of every small business owner. But it would go in effect in 2023. They are granting some extensions. Mm-hmm. That could be up to eight years, Sergio. But, you know, at the end of the day, if you have to spend 5 or $6 million, and let's say you could afford to put 20 to 40% down in cash, which is typical for this industry. I mean, that's, that's a lot of money under your mattress. Mm-hmm. Um, then you would have to maintain your current passenger load and triple or double your prices. And the economics are just not there. If you, if you, if boat owners, when you listen to them, they will tell you that their customers are working class Californians, people that depend on them for access. If they could afford those types of prices, they would have their own boat. Absolutely. And so, so here, this is so involving, you know, and I, you know, I, I just sat back yesterday. I listened to, uh, like I said, a few hours of this. And, uh, you know, you, you hear the other side and you, you hear what they have to say. And, and you have to, okay? But the one thing that w- was consistent, I think all sides could come together, is this. Everyone, and including anglers, owners, we want clean air. But we also want to get there. What they're saying is... Oh, we we're going to get clean air, but you're not allowed to get there. But pretty much they're putting a wall so that these guys like Don Ashley, Captain Rick Scott, can't arrive at that point. There's no way they have the funds to do it. You know, fishing in the, the, the fishing industry is not that lucrative, okay? Yes, you can make a business out of it, but they're not going to become multimillionaires, okay? And, that, and that's the part that people don't understand. Fishing is hard work, very, very hard work long hours um i mean it's hard i mean rick donnie i don't have to tell you guys how rough it is to be in your industry and you serve us and every time i turn around you know rick is donating a trip for this cause or donating this don ashley taking you know special trips and kids and 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 and, um uh, veterans everybody's giving back to the community 
So how could we be shutting this down? I don't understand. And one of the points that I took away yesterday, you guys can talk about this. Uh, I think it was uh, Paisano, or I think it was Paul, uh, who said yesterday, how many boats we have just sitting outside of Long Beach? Okay, producing, I don't know how many tons a day of just pollution. Okay, we're supposed to live with that, and you're going to, you know, go after a, a sport boat? And then the other thing I didn't understand, Marco, is the comparison of, a, was it a Tier 2 or Tier 3 motor to how many uh, school buses and, and the emissions? Can you clarify that for me? Yeah, it was probably the most, not probably, it certainly was the most disingenuous comparison, apples to oranges. Carbs Media Shop basically have uh, compared one boat their conclusion is that one boat generates as much emission as 162 school buses. And what is so unfair about that comparison? Baloney. They, they, the, the bus is relatively new with a small engine traveling at 20 miles an hour. The boat they compared it to was a Tier 2 boat with two large engines at full throttle. <laughs> So, right. uh, and, you know, I mean, it's just not a fair that, comparison. I mean, they could have compared that much. Most of the time, that. we run at 50 or 60 percent load. We are never at full throttle. I mean, to, if we ran our boats at full throttle, we, we, our, our engines wouldn't last because of the load. Yeah, not like a, a truck or a bus. Correct. I mean, and how much time are you just? Let's say we come up on a patty. You know, we're, 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 how much? How much are we idling? <clears throat> You know, how much, how, when we troll, you can't go full speed when you troll. A lot of these offshore guys, you know, uh, Donnie, a lot of the local boats, they go to spots. You anchor up. So what about all that time? I, I, there, I've, there's been times where I've been on a boat, and we've been in one spot the entire day, anchored up. So this is not full throttle, Marco. And, um, no, and, and that's a fundamental challenge is that the CARB staff there have experience with applying these type of regulations and this type of technology to trucks and farm equipment. They're trying to apply it to um, the maritime industry. And their knowledge of um, maritime industry and fishing practices is not there. And so they reach false conclusions on so many fronts. And, it, again, it's, it's like maybe that's why these regulations are so bad because – Nowhere in the country have regulators developed regulations that no don't work and require people to replace their vessels. When they impose these type of regulations on cars, they apply when the, the lifespan of that car engine has expired. Here they're not. They're going to start pulling boats out of the water starting in 2023 over a six- to eight-year period, and these extensions are not guaranteed. They're granted two years at a time. And I can tell you, no small business is um, going to feel confident about a regulatory regime like that. Um, there's no certainty in it. Um, it's, it's a very ominous future. Um, and that's why I think at that hearing, some of the CARP commissioners recognize that. I think we're really hopeful that staff uh, revisit these regulations and come up with some sensible solution that um, allows um, boat owners to transition to new technology as it's available, as it's safe, and as it's economically feasible. Exactly, and it just it requires common sense. So here's here's another thing that wasn't too uh, it wasn't clear for me. Um, th th this grouping of uh, you know whale watch boats and, and and sport fishing boats with commercial 
uh, with the commercial mm-hmm. side. What what's that all about? One group says yes, one group says no. I I don't understand it. Okay, so California is <laughs> looking at regulations for all harbor vessels, tugboats, ferries, you name it. Today, commercial fishermen, those who take their fish to market, and the passenger boats are in the same vessel category. They are regulated in the same way. CARB is looking to pull the passenger boats out. That's sport fishing, whale watching, scuba, ecotourism boats out of that category and then imposing this extraordinary uh, level of regulation. Their engines, Sergio, are the same, but they're going to be regulated very differently. And so the commercial fishermen got a pretty good deal, which is to, again, transition over a longer period of time to new technology as it becomes available. We want the same deal. There's no reason why um, these two types of vessels, which are for all practical purposes um, technically identical, should be held to two different standards. And here's the kicker, too, is there are only about 174 commercially inspected passenger boats in California, and there's um, about 1,200 of uh, the commercial fishing boats. So it's a head-scratcher. One industry is treated one way, another is treated another, and they should be treated the same. All right, listen, hold on to that thought. I'm going to take my last break here, but when we come back, we'll about you know, seven or eight minutes to, to wrap it up. But thank you. And Don, Rick, Oliver, Marco, please stay on the line. This is extremely important because I want to, if there's a call to action to our listeners, we got to get it that done. Folks, you're on Ducks Radio, AMA 30 KLA. The Zanger Chronicles. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Adam Henrique, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California just south of the 405 freeway michael's sports pub and grill don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits with their patented design the original hookup baits are built in the usa using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks after years of research and development the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite whether it's in salt water or fresh water jigging or trolling go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today remember don't blink on the sink and practice catch photograph and release I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, this is Cam Fowler, and you're listening to Ducks Radio AM 830. Welcome back. Radio AMA 30 KLAA, and this is a call and a plea to all our listeners. Marco, tell us how we can rock the Kazbah on this particular subject. What do you want our listeners to do? Okay, is there still stuff that we can do to voice our opinions 
okay? Unfortunately, we can't make a vote out of this, okay? There's, we, we have to go a different route. What can we as listeners, as fishermen do to help our guys like Rick, like Donnie, like Oliver? Like, what do we do? Well, the Sport Fishing Association in California is engaged in a statewide grassroots campaign. It involves going to our website, savefishing.com, join the petition. You'll get an important alerts, especially when the next hearing comes, the one that really, really matters, where they're going to cast a vote. You go to savefishing.com. I will tell you this, we've made a lot of progress since this last summer. Over 60 local, state, and national organizations have joined our coalition, actually voiced, voiced their opposition at this last hearing. So only together are we stronger. And so go to our website, safefishing.com, join our coalition, and to all the boat owners, you need to tell your customers about this. You need them to join our coalition, go to our website, sign up on that petition, um, because, again, what was very evident the other night is um, the strength of our message and our numbers. Yeah. We need to sustain that through the next year. You know, and I'll tell you, I think there's a lot of people that don't even know this is going on. There's a lot of fishermen that don't know this is going on, okay? They just, you know, they, they, they buy a ticket, they go three-quarter day, and they haven't really heard. If they're not paying attention in other ways, they don't know. I don't see this on the news. I don't see this being said. It's, it's a very quiet way of, of nailing us yet, yet again. I mean, I, I talk about this stupid oil spill off of, you know, Huntington Beach. We're talking $29,000 of crude oil that bubble, when it hits salt water, it gels up and it floats. It was caught up in all the booms. It washed on shore. It got cleaned up. They allow surfers to surf. They allow swimmers to swim. Your pets and everything to go on the water. But we can't fish eight miles off the coast. 30 miles. Donnie, what is it? It's from Dana to Huntington Beach, right? Yeah, and it's supposedly they, they might open it up on December 1st, but yeah. that's not even a guarantee. Yeah, so so this is the, ridic the ridiculousness that we have to put up with. But, you know, sometimes there are things that we can do. At least if we go down, we go down fighting, okay? We go down in a blaze of glory like that song said. So, Marco, please, one more time, the give us the, the name of the, um, the website. And, and I implore everybody listening, please go and then tell a friend and then have that friend tell somebody else. Yeah, safefishing.com. Go to the website, sign the petition. Actually follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we post important information. Share it with your friends. It's the only way we're going to prevail next year. Uh, it's an important industry. It needs to be protected. It is important to protect this way of life. It's important to protect access to the ocean. And we don't want to have any regrets because we just didn't take a few minutes to get engaged in the political process. No. And, Don, how long has Pierpoint Landing been open? Well, at our location right now, 23, almost 24 years. But, you know, I've had a landing and fishing for been involved for almost 50 years. 50 so a long, years. long time. That's a long time as, as a, you know, uh, uh you know, a, a merchant, okay? And, Rick, how long have you been – I mean, I know, you know, the Ocean Odyssey, in comparison to Donnie, is a little bit less time, but you've been up there a little while. How long? Yeah. Uh, well, I've been with uh, – I've, I've been running boats since 2004, so – but I've been – I grew up on boats living in uh, – grew up in El Toro, so I grew up fishing the ocean as, as a kid. Yeah, but the Ocean Odyssey as, as a boat owner? Uh, since 90 – Five. Okay, so I mean, all, uh, folks, pay attention to these. 
not these dates. I mean, it's a long time. You're asking family-owned businesses that they're going to go out of business. Right. we got to stop this. And, and here's actually, a, yeah, go ahead, Marco. I'll just say real quick, one of the speakers last night is a gentleman by uh, Frank Rossano from San Francisco. He, his family is now a third-generation fisherman. Mm-hmm. His father started the business. He runs it now, and he's going to give it. He wants to give it to his son. Right, and he's probably in his late 60s. His boat's totally paid off. He wants to give it to his son. That boat will be non-compliant and have no resale value in California. His son will have no future in the business mm-hmm. if these regulations pass. Yeah. This is real for so many families. And, and I know, you know, they single us fishermen, and yes, we are a lot of us in California, but you know who it also affects? The whale watcher, okay? The, uh, so, you know, reach out to them. You know, they may not be fishermen, but they love the ocean. Anybody who loves the ocean and wants to be out there. Um, you know, m- many people don't have the luxuries that we have. Some of us, you know, I can get on Freedom Boat Club or you have your private boat. Other people don't have that luxury. So they go, they buy a ticket, they go three-quarter, they go half-day, they go overnight, they go day and a half. That's what they do. You're going to take that. Deal. Yeah. Sergio, it also take, would take the opportunity away for people, underprivileged people and the, the veterans that we take out, the kids that we introduce to fishing. All those programs have been, Friends of Rollo been going on for, you know, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. It would just take that opportunity away from them. It'd be gone. Absolutely. In fact, you know, I also want to commend I, some of the speakers that I heard yesterday. I heard Donna. Kayla's from Dana Wharf. She did a, a, a good thing here. Jamie, Jamie Diamond was very good as well. Um, yep. I, I heard Brockman even talk there. I heard the guys from 22nd Street Landing. I, I, it was nice to hear everybody coming together on this. Um, but yeah, um, understand this is nowhere near winning on for our side. I think it's a fight, and I think, like you said, Marco, the next meeting is pivotal because after that they vote correct that's it they vote okay and and as you know i mean look at mlpas and other things they don't reverse course no 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 they they promised us after five years it's been how long now over 10 15 and i mean remember the white sea bass don ashley they said there was going to be a five-year closure it's been what uh 50 years now (laughs) yeah okay so they don't go back they don't go back they tell us that that but they don't go back so um listen we got to get involved please everybody listening savefishing.com and then have your wife have your kids have everybody you know your sisters your uncles whoever have them sign the petition as well it takes 30 seconds maybe less Okay, it's done. Doesn't cost you anything except those thirty seconds. If we don't take that opportunity, we may never be able to fish again, like the way we know it. Okay, because and, the- and I'll I'll tell you this on on just to have a little optimism here as well is all these harbor crafts, tugboats, ferry boats, Catalina Express will be regulated too the same manner, yeah, uh, or similar manner. Is what's unique about the sport fishing boat is a community. It has a constituency that none other has, and that's its strength. And so that's why we are doing everything possible to engage anglers, uh, green life enthusiasts, those who go scuba diving, to get engaged in those local process. Mm -hmm. Because, again, 
this access is important, and it's so unique to California. I mean, it's so many people travel from all over the world to come to California to fish. Apparently, 10% of all mariners are from out of state. I mean, that's revenue for our ports, our heart marina communities. I mean, that cannot be dismissed. Well, it, and you know, it doesn't just affect it doesn't just affect our sports boat. It's going to affect tackle shops. It's going to affect. I mean, just go down the line, the manufacturers. If you take that away, there's what 1.6 million licenses in California. I don't know what the number is these days, uh, uh, Marco. Yeah, and two million, two million altogether, 1.6 licenses. Okay, yeah, licenses. That 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 business goes away. Okay, so all that money that's collected from our licenses go to the Department of Fish and Wildlife, and it's used to promote, you know, all these different programs, you know, to, for conservation programs, environmental programs. That's all going to go away. Okay, because if you can't get on a boat, you can't afford. Why would you buy a license? Okay, so and you know what I will tell you. I will tell you this is, as you know, the 365 a day license was signed by the governor mm -hmm. uh, this year, and that's a good thing. During COVID, California had a record sales and fishing license sales. And another important thing is in 2020, there was a historic leap in fishing participation among African Americans, Hispanics, uh, women, and urban uh, dwellers that's significant progress and we need to continue that Absolutely. these regulations will undermine that progress yeah, and we always say here at, at, at uh, angler chronicles what we say is don't buy your kid an xbox buy them a tackle box we've said it forever this is a great opportunity to get kids outside get them away from that damn telephone they always I, did you know do people do you realize people are actually having physical problems now with their necks that, that is a known fact because they're always looking down at their phone. Yes, it's now becoming a thing, okay? Get them away from that, put them outside. I, I can imagine Don Ashley on one of his boats, Rick Scott or Dana Wharf, anywhere. These kids, you, you, you see when they catch a fish, that smile. Rick, you and I have hooked in hand so many tunas to young kids that, you know, and their smiles. I remember an 11-year-old with, a, what, what was it, 160-pound fish, on a spinning outfit, and we landed it for him. That kid will never forget that, okay? So, listen, guys, it's time for me to go. Unfortunately, the show is over. But you know what? I want to thank you, Don Ashley, Rick Scott, Marco, Oliver. I'm sorry you didn't get to participate too much and you were listening, but it affects us all. So the only thing I'm going to leave you with is this. In a world and country where we can do anything, do me one, one favor and do this. Be kind. For everybody else and everybody, go to safefishing.com and we'll see you next week. Anger Chronicles, we're out.